Well, the wet weather helped me switch on Squid Game on Netflix. I share my thoughts on that. Plus, it is Get Ready Week in Queensland, so a really good reminder to get prepared for all the wild and woolly weather to come. And we caught up with a local SES controller to find out how to sign up and become a volunteer and also how to get ready. And Scotty Minto, local legend, as well as NRL legend, joined us to give his thoughts on the 17th NRL team, the Dolphins. What else has been happening this week with Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ? Squid Game on Netflix. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's watching it because the whole world, it's number one. It's like number one everywhere. Crazy. And we covered it the other week because I was really impressed with the fact that the writer... Uh, did have this completed 10 years ago and was rejected wow. non-stop. 10 years ago, so it's yeah, been so it's really in the Yeah, so it's really before its time. Yeah, well, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, now it's just gone nuts. And I'm like, good on you, mate. That's a good lesson in resilience, in grit, in persistence. It goes on and on, isn't it? Yeah, it does go on and on. But you know what, Pinky? I can't watch it. Have you watched it? I've tried. tried. I've tried. Yes, I've literally tried to watch it. And you can't watch it. No. I would think you'd be right into it and would have done it already and marathoned it. it. Yeah, but it sounds good. But then when I watched it, I can't do the whole English dubs. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm really observant. So when things don't match up, it really hurts my brain. Yeah. And then I also can't, I don't like to read subtitles. Like if I wanted to do that, I'd just read a book, to be honest. I don't don't need to watch it. You don't watch enough... um, adult content on SBS then. I'm glad you chucked the <laughs> SBS part in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Right. Yeah, but I do I do feel like the dubbing can make it feel like you can't take it seriously because we've got that yeah. history with dubbing where you kind of I've seen a lot of comedic movies where they get a movie and dub it like the to old make it a magic. joke. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's like what I've and YouTube. Yeah. yeah, but no, but things that they've dubbed it to change yeah. the whole story oh, anyway. Those ones, yeah. <laughs> Lip syncing. Anyway. So, yeah. Well, but I you've actually, watched it, haven't you? No. Well, like I started it last ah, night. Yes. All right. Because I finished Made, and that's a whole other chat that we'll have because it's actually a really amazing show based on True Story. Mm-hmm. I started it last night because everyone else is watching it. Peer pressure. And I kind of felt like the story of it really put me off because it sounded like we were really going to be watching very desperate people well, take desperate measures yeah. for money yep. and risk their lives. And yeah. I was like, I don't like that. So narrative. Saw kind of explained, yeah. But then, okay, so 20 minutes in, this is not a spoiler alert, 20 minutes in, my brain says, if this sorry-ass, nasty, childish loser <laughs> dies playing hopscotch, I don't care. That was wild. Let's get down to it. Let's find out what else Banksy and Pinky have been up to. It's Get Ready and Celebrate SES Week. So we have Eddie Cowie on the line, who is an SES local controller. Good morning, Eddie. Morning, Pinky. How are you? We're really good, thank you. Uh, always love Get Ready and uh, Celebrate SES Week, actually, don't we, Simo? Yeah, it's, it's, it's come upon us very quickly, it has, hasn't it? It has, yeah. It has, Simo, absolutely. Now, uh, we wanted to share today, if someone is interested in becoming an SES volunteer, how do we go about it? Look, there's a number of different ways um, you can do that, Pinky. Uh, essentially, as a volunteer, um, you know, you're usually located to a, um, an SES group close to where you live. So the, the main thing that uh, we encourage people to do is if you see someone in an in, in a SES uniform, yep. go and start that conversation with them. Have that one-on-one, hey, what's, what's it like being a volunteer? Yeah. Um, and usually they can put you into the right location, um, the right contact. Um, you know, if you don't know anyone in, in, in the SES, you can always go and have a look at their um, SES group. Um, often there's a, a contact number, but primarily what we say to people is hop online 
you go online and you go into the um, Queensland Fire and Emergency Service and SES webpage, uh, there is a tab there for volunteering. And if you just go into that volunteering tab, mm-hmm. it will be able to give you all the details that you need, put your own contact particulars in, and that will then create a linkage through to your nearest SES group. And it's that way we can reach out to you and say, um, look, we're looking at doing a recruitment campaign. Are you interested in coming in? And then you can get the localised information that you need. And it really is that easy. I've gone to qfes.qld.gov.au, done exactly what you said, and I'm on the Community and Volunteers page as we nice. speak. And I've learned something, yeah, Pinky. Nice. What did you learn? I've learned 36,000 volunteers each year or so are on the front line, whether wow. it's before, during or after an emergency. That's how many people. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So, wow. You know, we, we've, we've got a huge amount of um, emergency service volunteers yeah. uh, linked into this state. And, you know, the reality is that, that, that we create thousands and thousands, literally hundreds of thousands of hours of, of um, good community work, mm. whether it be yeah. in what you're saying pre-event, you know, that preparation, preparedness, mitigation, yeah. um, education that we can give to people. Yep. Um, and um, but specifically, how can you plan? And, and, and SDS and Rural Fire and our Coast Guard, all, all of those emergency service volunteers are in there doing that each and every day. But it's specifically the skills that you learn when you come in to become a volunteer that you can then go and start to um, undertake whilst you're actually in an event or an incident. Other things that we um, that, that, that we most uh, are known for, you know, being able to get out there and. Uh, you know, hop on someone's roof after a storm and tarp it or, yeah. uh, you know, uh, those SS volunteers that are, that are, that are frontline road crash rescue or vertical rescue, um, you know, they're the things that SES are well known for uh, and they're the things that we, um, we, you know, we're constantly looking for people to fill our, our gaps with. Well, so, Eddie, with Get Ready Week, what are the kinds of things we need to be getting prepared for with this season coming up? Look, uh, Pinky, I think we know that uh, there have been lots of Indications that this season could be a, um, a clanger. Yeah. Uh, again, we don't want to alarm people. What we want to say to people is be aware mm. that this is a possibility. So we're saying to people, now is the time that you need to get out and look at your own home. You know, other trees that I need to be looking at trimming back. You know, do, does my roof need any work? And we know we had yeah. a large hailstorm last year. People are still having their roofs repaired. Yeah, true. Oh, you know, we're, yeah, I'm, I'm there too, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but the other thing that we've got is, um, you know, are your gutters clean? People don't realise that leaves in the gutters can block off your downpipes. Yeah, make things And the water back to yeah. your ceiling. And something so mm. simple as cleaning out your gutters can save you thousands and thousands of dollars in damage. The other thing we're saying in that preparation is make sure that if you know there's a storm coming, you've got no um, items that can, that can become missiles. Make sure your car's undercover. Make sure that if you are out and you get caught, that you don't sit under a tree when a lightning storm comes through. Um, you know, that it's Eddie, my favourite one is always get the oki straps up and uh, tie down that trampoline. <laughs> That's the one I always remember. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're tied to your fence, you know. Um, yeah. Make sure that your wheelie bin isn't um, oh, yeah. ready to float down the street. But, but, but one of the biggest key things we say is, uh, are you prepared with insurance? Because okay. what happens with insurance is people either don't insure or they underinsure, and then yes. they only find out mm. um, when they go to make a claim. So, so do late. some homework and look at whether or not not only are you prepared for your home and physically going and doing those things, but financially are you prepared?
Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for those tips this morning. And yes, we will celebrate SES Week and the volunteers. And we're very grateful for your ongoing commitment to the community. Thank you so much for sharing some time with us this morning, Eddie Cowie. Thanks, uh, Pinky and Simone. They're different, but they're ours. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. Time to catch up with a local legend, Pinky. So I don't know if you've heard it recently. The NRL have expanded to 17 teams. Yes, I know. All right, the new addition to the NRL is the Redcliffe Dolphins. They won't be called the Redcliffe Dolphins, but they will be called something Dolphins. And to ah, get okay. to get kind of an inside look from an NRL player, we thought we'd get the legend himself, Scotty Minto, online. Good morning, Scotty. <laughs> How are you? Good, mate. You give me the best pump-ups. Mate, you've got to give you the best pump-ups. <laughs> he's pump a very up. generous for man, those, isn't he? <laughs> for those who don't know, Scott's played over 50 NRL games, and, and, and this is the good one. He scored 60 points. 60 <laughs> points. Did you know that? No, I've got no idea, mate. <laughs> yeah, no. He just no played. Idea. He's a machine. <laughs> no, so, Scott, mate, your thoughts. Is it the right decision to bring Redcliffe into the comp? Oh, yeah, I agree. I think that's probably the best club um that they're going to be really good because obviously they're financially strong but just the base of players that they've got there mm. they've had success in the past they've, they tick a lot of boxes i think it was the best choice possible now we we did talk to dobbo from the queensland rush hour this morning about his thoughts on it and the coaches that are in the running yeah. to, to be coaching down there there really is only yeah. one choice isn't there yeah it's got to be wayne obviously you know you know that those first few years will be critical you saw when the clubs like the Western Reds and all that come in, they didn't have those foundations and good coaches in place. So I think Wayne's the obvious choice. He's a Brisbane boy, a Brisbane guy that loves living around there. So I think if he goes in there and, and sets them up for the future, it'll be it'll hold them in really good stead. It's like a little retirement plant for him, isn't he? He's he's going the Redcliffe. He's going to start him off. It's going to be hard for the first three three, three years. Obviously, he's got a three year contract. Sit the first yep. year one out. Well, it's not signed yet, and then he'll yep. uh, coach for two years, and then probably go into a management kind of role afterwards. Yeah, well, either that or a retirement. <laughs> How old is he now? He'll be. He's like seventy five. Yeah. He'll be seventy five when he when his deal expires. There you go. Wow. He's done all right, the big fella. Yeah. yeah. So, no. Obviously, mate. Yeah, he he'll be he'll be a really good option for him, and you know he'll bring those younger coaches on and all those sort of Unreal. things. So, yeah, it'd be really good. He'll, be, he'll attract players. You know, it's the obvious choice. I I've got listen. I want to know your choice here because as yep. any any sports fan kind of knows or any NRL fan, the spine of an NRL team is what yep. kind of drives it. So you're you're one, you're six, seven, nine, and, yep. and a front rower. If you've yep. got the money, you've got two million in salary cap to spend. You're going to sign yep. one player. Who is it going to be? I'd sign Harry Grant. Oh, another yes. CQ boy. Nice. Ex-Cent Brennan's and CQ boy, mate. Yeah, he's, he would be an outstanding person. He's a great human. He's one of the best football players in Australia. Hmm. Um, and he's that bloke in that position that's learned off Cameron Smith. And I just think he'd be perfect. Huzzah. I love it. Yeah, as you said, ex-Brennan's boy, and they, they breed the best footy players down there, Pinky. No, absolutely. They do, they do, they do in CQ. 100%. Do. Yep. Hey, mate, one thing before you go. So it's either, yeah, if you, or you've probably already chosen it. Cameron Munster or Harry Grant for the first sign, and you're definitely going Harry? I'd go Harry. Yeah, nice, mate. Scott, thanks for joining beautiful. us, mate. It was beautiful to get your, your fingers on it. But what I love about it, Pinky, is that Scott actually looks like Wayne. So in some ways, we've got a connection to the Dolphins. <laughs> do, do we? And we do yeah. great Dolphins sounds. Give me um, one. No, nah, off air. Yeah. <laughs>
I can't even do it. Flipper. <laughs> TV show all about them back in the 80s. Uh, thanks so much for your time this morning, Scotty Minto. No worries. See you guys. See you That's it for now. Catch Banksy and Pinky weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple MCQ. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.